Well, hello, and I want to welcome you to the Victory Church Weekly Podcast. I'm your host, Mitch Horton. I'm here to bring you a short message that's designed to help you become all that God created you to be and to live your life to the fullest. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get into today's message. Well, I'm glad to be back with you again today on our Victory Church weekly podcasts. I hope you're doing well today, right in the middle of uh, the Christmas season. Hope you're getting ready for the festivities with you and your family. I love this time of year. It's really a, you know, it's a time of uh, uh, just enjoying family and friends. We have big family, nine grandchildren and all that, and we just have a great time. So, you know, on the other hand, there are many people who have had life changes deaths, divorces, uh, separations, this kind of thing. And uh, 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 this time of the year reminds them of the changes that life has brought. So, you know, be sensitive to others during this season. Pray and ask God to use you and to, to bless other people because people are, are um, a lot of people need the Lord these days and, uh, um, and the enemy's looking to steal, kill, and destroy. So God is wanting to use us to bring life and and a blessing and help to others. So um, I want to get into something today. I uh, had something, a couple of things happened recently that kind of kind of stirred this up. And uh, in a reason, you know, we uh, we have a, a Tuesday morning men's meeting um, every Tuesday at six thirty here at Victory Church. So if you're in the area and you're a man, you're invited to come for a stiff cup of coffee. And some robust conversation at 6.30 in the morning. So um, a recent uh, men's meeting, we had some really great conversation. And it revolved around, uh, I actually opened it up. And the way I want to open this podcast up is share some of those same things. Um, We're living in such a day that just people really need the Lord. And and God wants to use every believer to manifest uh, himself uh, to others through them. And, you know, Isaiah 50, verse four years ago, back in the, I guess it was the 80s, I came across this scripture, early 80s, I was a young man, and I began to to see this and begin to pray this prayer, the Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned, that I should know how to speak a word in season to him who is weary. He awakens me morning by morning, he awakens my ear to hear is the learned. And again, Isaiah here is appealing and saying that the Lord God has enabled him to minister life to others. And, you know, God wants to use us to minister life to other people. I read uh, Smith Wigglesworth's book, Ever Increasing Faith, copyright 1924, I believe, and uh, it's the only one that really uh, came absolutely from him, transcriptions from his messages. Uh, Let me just, uh, one thing that sticks out to me, uh, when Smith Wigglesworth first came to the Lord, he was an uneducated plumber, and began the only book he ever read was the Bible, but uh, and he had a plumbing business, and uh, and so he he had just come to the Lord, freshly baptized with the Holy Spirit, learning about the power of God, and the gifts of the Spirit and such. And he would before he left for his plumbing business in the morning, he would say, "Lord, send me to the the soul closest to hell today." And uh, he would go through, uh, go to his plumbing trade and. And do that in the morning, and then when it was time to break for lunch, he would he would sit down at a on a bench or wherever, and just sit there and say, "Lord, while he's eating his lunch, Lord, where is the person you want me to talk to today? The person closest to hell." And he would always uh, find somebody that the Lord had tagged, and many times that person was not long after that actually died, expired. So, 
wow, and God would use him to minister life to them and share salvation with them. So, you know, I took that and, you know, years and years ago, I began to pray, um, Lord, make me a blessing to others. Uh, you, you know, it's one thing to pray, and it's okay to pray pray about your things and yourself, but again, way back in, I went to Kenneth Hagin's Bible School in 1980, and he shocked me one day when he said, you know, I hardly pray for myself anymore. He said, you reach a point in God that God just meets your needs because you've been faithful to him, faithful in the word. And he said, I, I spend my prayer time praying for others, and I really, really, really like that. So, you know, when we give of ourselves, we should be thinking of how can we can minister life to others every time we leave our home every single morning. And I said all that to say that God wants to use every believer today in spiritual gifts. Listen, he really does. Um, and I want to talk to you about real briefly about that today. If I don't get finished today, we'll go to the next time. But um, I had something recently happen a week ago, um, Wednesday or a couple of weeks ago on a Wednesday night, uh, we had a praise and worship time. The whole service was praise and worship. We had water baptism. Then we worshiped the Lord for uh, 35, 40 minutes. And then, uh, um, and then we had communion. And during the worship time, uh, the gifts of the Spirit manifest into my life. And, and I say, I'm saying this ahead of time. God wants to use you in spiritual gifts. So let me tell you what happened. And and, uh, and, and just fill in the blanks and talk about spiritual gifts for a moment. Um, as we were standing there worshiping the Lord, two or three songs, you know, I, I began to hear this phrase inside, and it was the Holy Spirit. And I recognized it as the word of knowledge. And the Holy Spirit began to use a scripture from Hebrews chapter 2 where it says, uh, who um, all their lifetime were in bondage through the fear of death. And I began to have an inward knowing that somebody in the room when we were worshiping the Lord had a real fear of death, and they had had it since childhood. And that went on and on and on, and I just could not ignore it any longer. I said, God, is that, is that me? Is that you? What is that? And I could tell these, these thoughts were coming up from the inside of me. It was the word of knowledge in manifestation, and it's one of the gifts of the Spirit. And so I called that out, said, if that's you, please come. Well, a lady... In our congregation, stepped. I said, step to the center aisle. I'll come and pray for you. She did. I did. And then I, I, uh, she told me after service what happened, that she had had um, a fear of death all of her life. And then uh, a few days later, she actually sent me an email and gave me permission to share this, which I want to. I'm not going to give her name, but uh, I'll, I'll continue with the anonymity there. But I do want to share what she said happened to her. She said all of her life she was afraid she was going to die. And uh, she said that um, uh, there was a quote-unquote root lady that lived near them when she was a child or that her family knew that actually put a curse on her family and said that they would uh, never prosper and that there was a curse on the family. And she was a little girl, I guess, when they heard, she heard that. She had, so she always had a fear of death resultingly or that bad things would happen. And uh, it, it would always come to her mind. And she mentioned that she dealt with that all of her life. She hardly ever said anything to anybody about it, but that it was really, really strong. And the, and the day before, so that was a Wednesday night when this happened, and Tuesday night she was actually cleaning the closet out, and these thoughts of death kept coming to her, fear of death. She said, Lord, why has this been happening all my life as a little girl? Then when I had the word of knowledge the next evening, it kind of floored her that the Lord spoke to me about somebody in the congregation. So I laid hands on her, prayed for her, 
And uh, she said the Lord has given her victory over those thoughts. Now, let me just tell you how the devil is. He'll bring a thought to your mind and a feeling in your body, even though you've been prayed for and you said, I've been set free and delivered. And I told her what to do. She has to resist that. But, you know, I think that thing's broken off of her life. I know it is. And, you know, she'll walk in the power of God now, free from that fear of death. Now, all that happened because a spiritual gift manifest just happened to be through me. I'm really nobody special. Yes, I'm called as a pastor. Um, yes, I'm called as a teacher in the body of Christ. Yes, I pastor a church here. But these gifts of the Spirit are not just for pastors or people in ministry. They're for every member of the body of Christ. And we're living in such a dark time, and people are so concerned about the now and the future and what's happening and what's going to happen that they really just need some many times specific ministry um, and not uh, unbelievers as well as believers across the board. And we have the power of God. Don't forget that Jesus said in, um, in John 12, 14, the works that I do, you will do and greater works than these you will do because I go into my father. So, you know, these spiritual gifts manifest in Jesus life and there are nine of them. You're baptized with the Holy Spirit. God wants you to operate in the power of God. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, of course, the Apostle Paul talks about the unity of the body of Christ and that we're all different from each other. And he compares, he compares the individuals in the body of Christ to the human body and the various organs and digits that make our body work and function and make life what it is. And he basically says all of us had different giftings in God, but we join together like the physical body and, and, and that one physical body is a whole body. And we as the body of Christ, though we're singular members, when we get together, we're just a whole body. So he said all that to say spiritual gifts. He started out talking about spiritual gifts and they are for the believer today. And I want to encourage you, stir yourself up and ask God to use you in spiritual gifts. And let me cut to the chase. If you're baptized with the Holy Spirit, the Acts 2-4 way, Acts 2-4 says, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, began to speak with other tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them utterance, as the Spirit gave them utterance. So uh, you're baptized with the Holy Spirit. You have an avenue of, of spiritual ministry through spiritual gifts that God wants to use you in. And there are nine of these spiritual gifts and they're listed or enumerated in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, beginning with verse 8, where it says, Paul said, uh, For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit. Verse 9, 1 Corinthians 12, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually um, as He wills. So again, God wants to use all of us uh, in spiritual gifts. A wonderful man of God in the turn of the 20th century, um, actually God gave him uh, a way to classify the spiritual gifts in a way that they're very, very understandable. And uh, there are three classifications of spiritual gifts. There are revelation gifts or gifts that reveal something. There are three of them. And then there are power gifts or spiritual gifts that do something. And then there are utterance gifts or gifts of the Spirit that say something. So uh, reveal, do, and say, three spiritual gifts. Uh, nine spiritual gifts, three under each classification. The revelation gifts, we call them. The word of knowledge, the word of wisdom, discerning of spirits. The word of wisdom is, is never, never present tense. It's always future. and it has to do with the future. 
And uh, in teaching on this, you can go to our website at victorychurchraleigh.com. I've taught extensively in the past on spiritual gifts, and we'll do so in the future. But uh, when I teach on spiritual gifts, it's all through the Word of God, both Old and New Testament, when, uh, when uh, God gave someone a word of wisdom. And again, um, I'm just hitting some high spots here just explaining without going into great detail because I don't have time. But the Word of Wisdom is when God tells you something about the future. You have to be really careful with that when that might be the greatest gift that you could ever have is to know something that God says about the future. The word of knowledge. See, that's when God reveals to someone just a fragment of his all knowledge. He knows everything. But in a moment of time, he can tell you something that you didn't know. So that happened to me that Wednesday night. I knew someone was in our, in our, our meeting, and I knew that person had a fear of death and had it since they were a child. See, that's a word of knowledge. I had no way of knowing that. This person had not told me that. And when I spoke that out loud, that person, they came, they, I mean, I said, step out. Oh, they stepped right out and ministered to them. That, that person was set free. I'm just saying the word of knowledge is available to all of us as the Spirit of God wills. You can't ask for a particular gift, but you can make yourself available to them. Um, and so the revelation gifts, the word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, discerning of spirits actually the word discern means to see it's seeing into the realm of spirits and that is where a person actually sees the angels we have a person in our church for instance who operates in the word of not uh, in discerning of spirits i meant to say and and they actually in our services can see the angels of god sometimes they're standing beside me while i minister other times they're there on the on the platform as as we're ministering and different things happen so discerning it means to see into the realm of spirits. You see both good spirits and bad spirits. That means demon spirits, angels, whatever. Uh, some, uh, you know, I give lot, lots of illustrations with all these things. But I just want to encourage you: these gifts of the spirit are not just for ministers, not just for pastors and those in full-time ministry. They're in for all of us. All of us, in one sense, are in full-time ministry every day. Right? We're supposed to be sharing Jesus with people. So these revelation gifts, the gifts that reveal something, they're available. The word of wisdom, the word of knowledge, discerning of spirits. Then there are the power gifts, the gifts that do something. That's the gift of faith. I function in the gift of faith. I can tell when it comes on me, and it's the ability to believe uh, uh, beyond your normal faith. You just know that you know that you know something's going to happen a certain way. And God uses me that way. The working of miracles is where God just absolutely suspends the laws of nature as we know it and does amazing things like Jesus turning water into wine or multiplying the food from a little boy's lunch. Those are working of miracles in manifestation. I think we'll see more of that as time goes on just before Jesus comes back. Then there are the gifts of healings where God heals supernaturally by the Holy Spirit. And, and we just need to be aware that th these gifts are available and God wants to use you in these spiritual gifts. You can't pick and choose which one, but you can say, God, I'm open. And if you say, God, I'm open, then whatever gift is, is needed at the moment can manifest through you if you're open and ask. Then, uh, then there are the utterance gifts or gifts that say something. That's the gift of prophecy. Prophecy is inspired utterance. This past Sunday, for instance, Sunday morning service, we had a guy up, up, uh, up front. We had really kind of a, a lively time. We were worshiping the Lord. It got really, really exciting. And, and uh, he gave a word of prophecy, and uh, it blessed the whole crowd. Prophecy just uh, edifies, exhorts, and comforts. It builds us up spiritually. Sometimes when prophecy happens, it actually changes the tone of a meeting. We've gotten away from these things today, and God wants us to be involved in spiritual gifts and wants to be involved in our lives in spiritual gifts. I want to encourage you to 
um, to go after them and ask for them. Then there are two other gifts of utterance or gifts that say something. That's the gift of different kinds of tongues uh, with the accompanying gift, the interpretation of tongues. And, you know, I'm used, I, I've been used for years in the word of knowledge. Um, I've never had discerning of spirits, but I have been used in the gift of faith, uh, the gifts of healings, and all three of the utterance gifts, um, the prophecy, different kinds of tongues, interpretation of tongues. Those happen, happen in my private prayer life, and then sometimes when I'm in our prayer meetings, our public prayer meetings, I have different kinds of tongues and interpretation of tongues. So I'm just saying these spiritual gifts are very available to us today. And I just have a question for you. When's the last time you said, God, I ask you to manifest yourself in the body of Christ in spiritual gifts? When's the last time you prayed that way? Let me, let me go further. When's the last time, when's the last time when you went to a church service they said, God, let spiritual gifts come into manifestation as you will in this service? Have you, do you ever do that? Let me go a step further. When's the last time... Before you left your home, you said, God, um, give me the tongue of the learned so I can speak a word in season to him that is weary. You know, Isaiah 50, verse 4. And then pray, Lord, uh, let, this, let spiritual gifts manifest as you will today. When's the last time you did that? Do you ever do that? Do you pray for your church that God would use people in spiritual gifts, use your pastor? Do you pray that God would use people in the body of Christ? You know, every day, part of my prayer life I pray this just about every day. I did this morning. I got really early this morning, Matthew 6. Uh, the Lord's Prayer, we call it, where Jesus said, Lord, let your kingdom come and let your will be done on earth even as it is in heaven. I pray that just about every day. Lord, let, your, let the kingdom of God expand, I pray. Lord, let, let, the, let the work of God continue on the earth. And then on the heels of that, I say, Lord, let, let spiritual gifts come into manifestation today. Manifest yourself through spiritual gifts today in Jesus' name. And you know, it, it begins to happen, and um, I pray that almost every day. I pray that for the body of Christ at large, and then I always say, Lord, as you will, if you want to use me and spiritual gifts today, I'm open. Here's what you can't do. If you do it because you want people to think you're spiritual or you want to wear it as a badge like I'm used of God, it'll never happen with you. Never, 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 never. No, 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 no. Spiritual gifts happen when, when you just love people. You got you got to have a love for people. Uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 31, you know, earnestly desire the best gifts. That word earnestly uh, could be translated, be zealous for spiritual gifts. And yet I show a more excellent way. Excellent way where into the spiritual gifts. So, and then 1 Corinthians 13, he talks about love. Love is the doorway into spiritual gifts. If you love people, have compassion on them. Like Jesus would see the multitudes as sheep having no shepherd and the gifts of healings would manifest through him and people would be ministered to in all kinds of ways. So, you know, we need to have a desire for spiritual gifts. And then 1 Corinthians 14 verse 1 says, pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. In fact, it says, pursue love, make it your aim your great quest in the Amplified New Testament again, and then desire spiritual gifts. See, spiritual gifts manifest when you just want to help people. It's not for show. It's not to be seen and heard. But if you really want to help another person, ask God. Say, God, use me. Holy Spirit, I open my heart to you. Use me in spiritual gifts. Second thing is this. I spend time every day because I'm baptized with the Holy Spirit. So every day since September 12, 1976, I have spent time praying in other tongues. I do it every day. I got up this morning. I had time with the Lord. I prayed in English. I got certain things I pray about. 
And then I prayed in other tongues, and uh, I'll do some more today. So, so let me say this about praying in tongues, that gift that comes with the baptism with the Holy Spirit. If you're baptized with the Holy Spirit, the Acts 2-4 way, you can and should expect to speak with other tongues, not just one time, but you should carry it from that experience throughout the rest of your life. So I do it every day because you build yourself up, you edify yourself spiritually, and then when you pray in the Spirit, you know, it's a spiritual exercise, and it's your spirit talking to God without your mind being involved, and, and you're praying about things you don't know to pray about. You know, 1 Corinthians 14 is very clear. We speak uh, divine secrets, mysteries, secret truths, hidden things, not obvious to the mind. Romans 8 says you're praying the perfect will of God when you pray in the Spirit in Romans 8, 26, 27. So I pray in the Spirit every day. And, and let me say, spirit, praying in the Spirit is a doorway for spiritual gifts to manifest in your life. See, praying in the Spirit, let me say it this way again. I feel like I'm talking fast today, but man, let me get this out. Uh, you know, praying in the Spirit is a spiritual exercise. It's your spirit talking to God without your mind being involved. And really, uh, the more you pray in the Spirit, the more sensitive to your spiritual nature you become and the more spirit, uh, sensitive you are to spiritual realities and, and to the gifts of the Spirit. And, and, you know, I've been in this uh, uh, over 47 years, and so now I've become very accustomed as I pray and as I'm just going tooling through my day. I'm always listening on the inside. Do you do that as you go through the day? Are you listening on the inside? You may be hearing other people speak. You may be in conversation. In, uh, are you listening to that intuitive voice within? See, that's your spirit nature talking to you. Intuition, conscience, inner knowing, gut sense. That's the spiritual nature. You are, you are a spirit being. You're a spirit person. And, and the Holy Spirit's in our spirits, right? And, and so when you pray in the spirit, you activate that part of you. So I do that every day. And, and I just, con I'm constantly, you know, I've counseled for years just in ministry, one-on-one -on -one with people and stuff. And, you know, while somebody's talking, I'm, I'm just listening intently to what they're saying. But I have another ear. You know how a horse can turn one ear towards you and one ear somewhere else? Well, you know, be kind of like a horse. Listen to what the person's saying, but tune in on the inside, right? And if you do that, you'll begin to hear things, and the Lord will speak in many, many times. Some, I've been talking to somebody in conversation, and the Lord has revealed something to me. And, and, and then you don't even say, sometimes you don't even have to say, well, the Lord said this. No, you can just begin to share, and it hits a point in their life. So... Again, spiritual gifts. Would you begin to ask the Lord with me for spiritual gifts to manifest in the body of Christ? Our nation is in deep need right now. In fact, a lot of people are thinking things could happen. It could really revolutionize and turn our nation around. We are really past the point of human help in this nation. And, you know, God so loved the world, not just America, but we're Americans if you live here and, and, and you're concerned about your nation. And what happens to America determines in a lot of ways what happens to you and your family, right? And so that's why you pray for this country. Um, but we need the Spirit of God. We need revival in our nation. And we need the Holy Spirit moving. What if every believer would begin to pray instead of self-centered prayers, Lord, bless me, help me, begin to pray for others and then say, Lord, make me a blessing to others. And, and what if we as believers who were baptized with the Holy Spirit would begin to say, God, use me in spiritual gifts as I go throughout my day. If you have an ear towards heaven that is being sensitive to the inside, God will often speak to you. You may be in the grocery store, you may be getting gas, you may be you know, in a park, you may be exercising, maybe doing, maybe, maybe at work on a break. You see, if, if we're open to, with an ear attuned to the Lord 
and to the, to the spiritual nature inside of us where the Holy Spirit is. He can often speak to us and use us to minister life to people. So this is a real important time in the world. Uh, Jesus could be coming back soon. And God wants to use every believer to minister life, and he wants to use you and me. So would I, can I say it again? I, I encourage you, ask God. If you go to Victory Church or any other church, whatever church you attend, ask God that spiritual gifts would manifest, not only in your church meetings, and that's important. Ask God to use your pastor and, and pastoral team, but then also ask God to use the body of Christ at large. Ask him to use you in spiritual gifts and make yourself available. Have a, have a heart to love people and help people and ask God for these manifestations. We're to earnestly covet these gifts. My concern is not very many people even think about them. And you know what? It is a day for the power of God. And it's a day for God to do extraordinary things through the ordinary person. So, Lord, I pray for me and, and any person listening to this podcast that we would, uh, uh, we, we would give attention to what's being said here about walking in spiritual gifts in Jesus' name. We just had the fire alarm go off. We're having problems with our fire system. So again, let me finish this prayer. Lord, as the Spirit of God uh, moves today, use each person listening in spiritual gifts. Let the, give us a desire for them. Let us be used in them and make us a blessing to other people. We pray for the move of the Spirit of God all over this nation and all over the world. Let your kingdom come and let your will be done on earth, even as it is in heaven. God bless you, and I look forward to talking to you next time. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Victory Church Weekly Podcast. I hope you're able to get something out of the message today. Before you leave, please make sure uh, that you subscribe and leave a review on whatever platform that you're listening from. Doing this goes a long way in helping us reach a wider audience. Lastly, If you want to reach out with questions, concerns, prayer requests, or comments about today's content, you can email me at pastor at victorychurchraleigh.com. I would love to hear from you. Now go out there and be all that God created you to be today. God bless you.